Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good morning, friends of the Rockme Cast. Today we're going to discuss the work of James Clear, one of my all-time favorite authors. He is the author of Atomic Habits, Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results. I think of all the books that I've read in the last couple of years, I think this is probably the biggest and the most influential and the most life-changing for me. I hope you find it as useful as I have in my own life. We're going to cover essentially what a habit is, clear suggestion on how to make it stick, its relationship to identity, and we're even going to get into a little Marcus Aurelius, his view of habits, as well as Aristotle. So this is going to be a really good one, and I think you're going to really find this useful. And at the end, you're going to have a little take-home that you're going to be able to improve your life in some, in some respect, in mind, body, and spirit. And we're going to have some suggestions as to how that's going to happen. We're also going to have some updates about some awesome guests we're going to be having on the Rockney cast. Um, so stay tuned throughout the whole episode. Yep, this one, you got to wait till the end uh, so you can hear the awesome guests that we have coming in. There has to be some reason to stay in for the end, people. Come on. So let's talk about the work of James Clear. Um, you know, I think self-improvement books, there's a gazillion of them. These have been around, I think, well, pretty much since the Bible, right? I mean, we're, all, we're always trying to self-improve. We're always trying to read stuff. And I think the key thing with any improvement or any change that you make in your life, if it's any good, it shouldn't be a hack. It shouldn't be simple. It shouldn't be just something that you can just do overnight. It does take repeated application effort. Um, it's, it's not just going to fall out of heaven and change your life, right? One of the things I think that makes Clear so incredibly effective is that he really does offer very clear common sense ways to think about habits in a way that really makes it easy to apply, easy to use, and easy to transform yourself. That's sort of a tall order, but let's, let's get started to talk a little bit about James Clear. So first of all, who is James Clear? James Clear is just a guy, right? I mean, he was a college baseball player. He opens up the book with a little bit of a vignette about his experience as a college baseball player, how through consistent and persistent application effort, he transformed himself into a top level person. Um, I think about seven to 10 years ago, he just started blogging. He's one of these guys that's sort of like a, he is sort of like a stoic. He is just clear, he's smart, he's good. And his newsletter just sort of took off so much so that he had this idea for this book called Atomic Habits. And now he's just sort of, he's sort of huge. He's going to be the habit guy the rest of his life, which, which I think is almost too bad. It's sort of like, I don't think he should be pigeonholed. I think he could do some other things. I think he will do some other great things in his life. But certainly if he does nothing else other than Atomic Habits, he is going to um, make a huge impact on this world and in particular on you. So read the book. Atomic Habits, Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results. So 
first off, how does he get us to think about habits in a way that really stick? Well, he, he really asks us to shift from our perception of goals. We all have goals. You know, why don't New Year's resolutions often work? Well, Claire teaches us that, that these are just goals. And if they're just a goal, they're not clear. Like, well, you have a goal, but how the hell do you get to the goal? The more question is, is why do you have the goal in the first place? So Clear encourages us to establish an identity. Um, who do you want to become? If you want to be a writer, well, he asks us to think about, well, if you want to have the identity of a writer, what does a writer do? Well, a writer writes. That's what a writer does. If you want to be a comedian, what does a comedian do? Well, a, a comedian tells jokes and it's funny. And that's what they do when they're constantly looking for amusing things to observe. What does an actor do? An actor acts. What does a healthy fit person do? Well, they exercise. <laughs> and at some point you're probably like, well, duh, of course that's the case. But how often do we fail with that? And the reason why it here, uh, basically outlines in his book is that the reason why we still fail at that because we're still not good at thinking about really the connection between actions and identity. And so what he does in order to make this an actual application that sticks, here he sort of borrows a little bit from Aristotle and um, Marcus Aurelius. See, I promised we would bring these two guys in. Um, Marcus, the great Stoic, and I think Aristotle's Aristotle. I, I don't think he's a Stoic, but like Aristotle's. I'm going I'm to do one on Aristotle soon, but I don't think I'm really ready for that. But what, what Marcus Aurelius teaches is that if you have a set of responsibility or deeds or actions, the key is to break it down into little tiny pieces. And Marcus says in meditations, if someone asks you to write your name, would you clench your teeth and spit letters out one by no, by one by one? Would you lose your temper or would the person that asked you lose yours? No, you would just simply write it out. And he said, remember, responsibilities can be broken down into little pieces. Concentrate on those and finish the job methodically without getting stirred up or without meeting anger with anger. So how does this apply to habits? Well, it applies to habits because a lot of times the reason why we don't stick to that exercise habit is that we make it too big, too large, and too complicated. Oh, to exercise, I need to have all this expensive equipment. To exercise, I need all of this time. I need at least two hours a day and I'm way too busy. To exercise, I need to have workout buddies. To exercise, I need to have energy because I'm tired all the time. But the clear would say no. No, to exercise, what you need to do is, is to break it down into its smallest constituent part and then do it repeatedly. Here we're going to channel Aristotle. We are what we repeatedly do. So if we want to be a fit person, we have to repeatedly engage in that action at the smallest possible atomic level. And so what he says is, if you want to be a fit person, commit to doing exercise every day. And here with the internet, we can easily do this. There are seven minute Tabatas. Are you Tabata exercises? Just, just go into YouTube, seven minutes. You have time to do that. Well, guess what? If you can commit to seven minutes every day, you will become a fit person. And yes, you will absorb that 
identity. So here he's not looking at behavior, um, focused solely on behavior, which so many books do like, oh, to get fit, you need to exercise. Well, he sort of flips it on his head and he says, no, to get fit, you need to establish who you want to become first and the actions flow from that and they consolidate that action, you need to break it down into small, tiny pieces and repeat them over and over. And here I'll just read from the book. This is true, this is at page 34. True behavior change is identity change. You might start a habit because of motivation, but the only reason you'll stick with that one is that it becomes part of your identity. Anyone can convince themselves to visit the gym or eat healthy, but if you don't shift the belief into behavior, then it's hard to stick with the long-term changes. Improvements are temporary and they, until they become a part of who you are. The goal is not to read a book. The goal is to become a reader. The goal is not to run a marathon. The goal is to become a runner. The goal is not to learn an instrument. The goal is to become a musician. So that's the key thing is that it's not only who you are, but it's the actions associated with who you want to become to have these little tiny wins that reinforce that identity. A phrase I love from Clear is, is each action is a vote in the person that you want to come. He also conscious, he also um, advises us about the flip side of the positive identity. We have so many negative identities that we form about ourselves that can prevent us from doing something. I'm terrible at getting up in the morning. I'm a terrible with directions. I'm bad at remembering people's names. I'm always late. I'm, or, I'm horrible at math. Well, when this is the story of who you are, you don't even try. You don't even try to become who you want to be. So this, this just seems stunningly simple, right? Could it really be that simple? One of my favorite songs is from Tommy, Pinball Wizard. What if I told that it takes what it takes to reach the highest high and you'd laugh and say something couldn't be that simple. But you've been told many times before, Messiah's pointed at the door, but no one had the guts to leave the temple. I don't know how that really applies, but I'm just impressed that I can recite that for you. But it's true. What, what if it really is that simple to break all these things into these tiny little pieces? And so what I'm gonna encourage you today is to think about how you want to improve in your mind, in your body, in your spirit, and pick one. So in your mind, you're talking about reading. In your body, you're talking about exercise, or I'd suggest fasting. In your spirit, a prayer, a meditation practice. You can do one thing this week that will change significantly your life for the better. So if you're thinking about you want to become more fit, you want to lose some weight, well, then commit this week, if that's who you want to become, to doing seven minutes of Tabata every single morning. Basically, all you need is a yoga mat. You do need a yoga mat. So go out and get a yoga mat. But that's basically all I need to do. And then you can be a person that does morning Tabata. Voila. You think it's not that simple, but it really is. So friends, this is this little micro podcast. And guess what? I'm also applying this for you in my own day-to-day -day practice of becoming a podcaster. You know, um, when I started this, I had no business being a podcaster. Now I have a little audience of about 10, um, which hopefully will grow. But if it doesn't, I appreciate each and every one of you 10 who frequently tune in. Um, but 
each one of these, and I've committed to doing a daily podcast because this is who I want to become. And so now it's become automatic. And I'm going to continue to produce these for you as long as I can, um, because this is who I want to become. I want to become a podcaster. I want to share what I've learned with you so that you can improve your life in mind, body, and spirit, and also enjoy and experience the joy and wonder of life. So the exciting news is that now I have locked in the future guests. We're going to do some extended interviews with or interview with Joe Blair, the fantastic fantastic writer of By the IOC. Oh my gosh, this is good. Oh, it, it, you're going to love Joe. He's like so smart and so talented. I'm going to be interviewing him next week. We also have booked Robert Schultz, who was a former Luther College professor, and he wrote um, We Are Pirates, um, the, the real life adventure story of Bob Hunt, a guy from Decorah, um, who I played tennis with growing up. So this, these are going to be really good ones. I don't know when we're actually going to put them out, but I'm just excited to share those news with you. So friends, this was my little micro podcast. I hope you found it as useful and enjoyable as I did and put it on for you. As always, infinite gratitude to each one of you who have spent your time with me. Um, I don't take any of you for granted, um, and I'll continue to produce this content for you, all 10 of you. Uh, so that we can grow our little community together. And if you have any suggestions for um, ideas or um, shows that you would like to hear, let me know at rockycast at gmail.com and keep me posted, reach out to me and so we can co-create together. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time on the Rocky Cast.